I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart. And close your eyes, unless you're driving or operating heavy machinery. So take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart. And imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light, and know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in, and exhale out loud with a sigh. And when you are ready. Slowly open your eyes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to To Be Honest, Episode Eighty Four, Part Two of How Beliefs Create Our Reality. Now, if you have not、uh, listened to Part One, I would、uh, suggest that you do so, and、uh, before you listen to this episode, otherwise it wouldn't make sense. <laughs> Part Two: How Beliefs Create Our Reality. Now I am not trying to change your mind. Nobody can change your mind by trying to change your mind. Okay. So my teacher Deepak Chopra said that you can never change anything by trying to change it. You can only go to a deeper level. With that, which we experience before becomes irrelevant. So let's go into this a little bit deeper. As you go beyond your mind through meditation, through self-reflection, through self-awareness, through what is called transcendence, 
Janet Mark used a beautiful expression. She said that part of you which is transcendent, which knows the truth. What does transcendence mean? Well, it comes from a Latin word. It means to go beyond. Transcendence means going beyond. Going beyond what? You may ask. Going beyond the mind, going beyond this world that we experience as the world of space, time, and causality, going to that part of our being which is beyond the mind, which is beyond the body, which is beyond the world that we experience through our five senses as this world of space, time. By cause and effect, have direct relationships, where there is good and bad, where there is creativity, inertia, where there is pain, suffering, and all of that. Now, if you look at the great spiritual tradition, it doesn't matter which spiritual tradition, right? Christianity, or the Sufis of Islam. Uh, the Buddhist. If you look at the common things that people have as the religious experience, or if you don't like the the word religion, or religion for that matter, you can say the experience that we call spiritual. All right. So if you look at these traditions, there are three things that stand out in all spiritual traditions. The three components of a religion experience are number one. The first is the experience of transcendence. So we are going to have that hopefully、uh, before I end、uh, this episode. So the second component of a religion experience is the emergence of Platonic values. Now. They call Platonic because it's named after the great philosopher Plato, who said that at the deepest core of being, we are the full embodiment of love, compassion, joy, equanimity, or peace, truth, goodness, beauty, harmony, and evolution. Because we are the creative impulse. The evolution impulse of the source field, the spirit, God, divine being—that there is a divine spark inside you, which is like a wave on the ocean of infinite consciousness. So these are called Platonic truth, the ones that I just mentioned: truth, goodness, beauty, harmony. Love, compassion, joy, equanimity. So, the third component of a religion experience is the loss of the fear of death. Why? Because death is not an occurrence in the transcendent. Death is not an occurrence in that which is not in space and time. Only that which is born can die. Think about that. So, what is born in every moment of time? Thoughts, 
right? A thought arises. Where does it come from? Have you ever thought about that? Where does a thought come from? Where does it go after you had it? This much we know for sure. We do know that thoughts are born, they are experienced, and then they disappear. They die. But do you die when a thought dies? Right? Does your being die when that particular experience dies? You know the answer, isn't it? Thought is in time, but your being is not in time. Similarly, when we have emotions, you feel a certain emotion, you feel intense love, or you feel intense resentment, or grievances, or some other emotion. But you know that emotions arise; they are experienced, and then they subside. The emotions are in time. But your being is present before the emotion arises, so that means your being is present when the emotion is there, and your being is present when the emotion is gone. So is being in time? If being was there in the midst of the experience. Before the experience and after the experience, then obviously, being is not in time, isn't it? My audience, I trust you are following this. Experience is in time. Your being is not in time. Now look at your body, the body that you are experiencing right now. This is not the body you had ten years ago, right? It's not the body you had as a teenager. It's not the body you had as a baby. It's not the body that you will have tomorrow or ten years from now. So, just like our thoughts and emotions and your feelings and the images. And the ideas in your consciousness, they arise and subside. So do what we call the molecules of our body. In every moment, through just ordinary activity, such as eating, breathing, digesting, metabolism, elimination, experiencing the world through our five senses, and thinking, the molecules of our body are arising and subsiding in where, in our. Inner being. So, just like your mind and emotions are an experience in your being, so is your body. And now we can go look outside. After you're done listening to this episode, everything you experiencing here will be gone. Where is yesterday? Where is this morning? It's gone. It was a continuum of the same things. Sensations, images, feelings, and thoughts that arose that were experienced, and they are gone. But your being has always been there. So my teacher said, 
he has taken all this time to come to only one conclusion. And that is all experience, whether it's the mind or the body or the universe, is in arising and the subsiding in our being. But the being is present before the experience, in the midst of the experience, and when the experience is gone, right? If you shift your awareness to your being, it will be your ticket to absolute freedom. Some of you may know the great Sufi poet Rumi. He said that, why do you stay in prison when the door is wide open? Okay, so let me ask you now. Let's see if we can have this experience virtually together right this moment as you are listening to me. So let me ask you this. Are you aware right now? Are you aware? If your answer is yes, then I want you to shift your awareness to the you who is aware. And what you feel right now is presence. I trust you do feel it. That's you. That presence is you. This presence has no damageality, it has no race, it has no gender, but it's the only real part about you. It's the only real part about you. That is your authentic self, true self, higher self, your essence, your being. All right. Now, let me ask you another question. What are you aware of? If you answered uh, the earlier question with a yes, right? When I asked you, are you aware right now? And if you say yes, great. What are you aware of? You are aware of yourself, your true self. Yes, the real part of you. You are aware of your timeless being. This timeless being is not in time. It's infinite possibilities. It's the field of synchronistic grace, meaningful coincidences. It's connected to all that exists. It is infinite love. So let me go back to it. What are you aware of? You said, I am aware of being aware. Let me ask you, does this part of you need anything right now? Does this part of you feel connected? Does this part of you feel love, joy, compassion? And now we can go to the third component, the same exercise, right? Who is aware of being aware? Now, I'm just doing the same thing with different words. But those of you who said, I don't have time to meditate, and if you don't have time to meditate once a day, well, to be honest, you probably should do it twice a day because you are the ones who need it the most. But let that go for a moment. What I'd like you to do when you finished listening to this episode, just once in a while, especially when you are stressed, 
But if you are not stressed, do it again anyway, right? Stop and ask yourself: Am I aware right now? It will bring you to the moment. That means the present. It will bring you to presence. It will bring you to who you really are, and you will see in that presence that everything else is just arising and subsiding. You can choose to enjoy it or not enjoy it, but you don't have to be bound by it. You can enjoy it to the fullest. Not enjoy it to the fullest, but your being doesn't have to be bound by it. It doesn't have to be imprisoned by it. So, my audience, right now, ask yourself: Am I aware? Then ask yourself: What am I aware of? And then look around, or feel your body. Or just see what's happening in your mind, but don't try to describe it, because as soon as you describe it, then it won't be awareness. It will be a description. It won't be the reality. It will be a map. And the third thing you can do is the same question: Who or what is having this experience? And then turn into the presence. The more you make this presence your fundamental reality, my audience, the more you experience this presence as your fundamental reality, then those words will ring true for you. I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. The experience is in time, but I am not in time. The great wisdom tradition said, "This part of you, fire cannot burn, water cannot wet, wind cannot dry, weapons cannot shatter." Now make this the center of your experience, and let all experience unfold spontaneously in the field of infinite possibilities. And this will be living in. Grace. So, thank you for listening. Until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. Find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O dot com.